You are listening to Become a Guitarist Today podcast with Adam Roach. Hey there, and welcome to episode number 102 with Dylan from the Canadian rock band The Wild. So we talk about the new album, Still Believe in Rock and Roll. Plus, Dylan is a great little insight to the album in stories about some of the songs as well. Now, don't forget, you can check out my collaboration videos on YouTube. So the links are in the show notes if you want to check them out. So this week, I released one with all the healthcare workers from around the world singing We Are The Champions. Hope you guys enjoy it. And a big thank you to my sponsors, Musician, who are doing a great thing at the moment. So they're actually giving my students three months free to use the premium version while we're all in this lockdown situation. And Living Music and Custom Guitar Picks. So thank you all once again. So let's go over the interview now with Dylan. We work so closely with the European market, with you know European team and label and fans and friends and stuff. So yeah. we're supposed to be in Europe right now. I've kind of seen the severity of this thing happen early on. Yeah, I, I kind of had an idea that it was going to happen here. Yeah, because of how what is happening there. So we're ahead of it, but I don't know, man. It, it's every every day. I mean, sure, same thing. Rio. Every day you wake up, you're like, "What's the latest today?" Yeah, that's you know? right. Yeah, I really like your saying. I'll- I can't remember, I saw it somewhere, you said that uh, staying apart is how we stick together. Yeah. That's a really good one. It's the truth. I mean, it's it's all it is right now. And, you know, lately I've been talking with people and saying, you know, the having the mentality of um, this being something that every single person in the world is going through, it's not about me, it's not about you, it's, it's not about our own shit, it's about, you know, thinking beyond that and, and, you know, on a bigger scale because everybody... Literally everybody in the world's going through this. Yeah, off so, And that's the kind of mentality that's going to pull us out of this quicker, I feel, is thinking bigger than just ourselves. How much we get into your album, if that's okay? Yeah, absolutely. Talk about this one. So, yeah, I had a listen to it last night, and I must say it's a great album. Thanks, man. So, Thanks for listening to it. I'm glad you like it. No, nah, no problem. So, the first song, uh, Bad News. Uh, now, first of all, did you write all the, the lyrics for this whole album? Yes, I did. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, there was uh, one co-write on the record uh, on Nothing Good Comes Easy, okay. which we can get into, but other than that, every other song uh, besides that one was just was, was me. Yep. No, good. And how about the music? Yeah, same. Oh, the music and lyrics? Yeah. Oh, cool. No, excellent. All right. Um, so this one, yeah, all about the all the bad things that make you who you are today. Yeah. yeah, you know, I just uh, <clears throat> bad news is like you you go through so many things. Certain people, different things in life, different walks of life. Myself, I can only speak for you know myself personally. For me, it's just uh, it's about knowing the things that I've been through, that I've made, that I've survived, I've made it through, but also that have given me character, that have allowed me to have a bit of a patina if you will you know i've yeah. made it through uh, some some questionable things in life and it doesn't define you as a person if you don't want it to but if you allow it to just give you character you know it's like uh yeah it's just this kind of my experience of life has been um you know being the underdog and being on the, the wrong side of the law and uh you know things like that and mm. I've, I've lived that and i'm here to still tell talk about it and you know, I'm fortunate for that, and and um, 
it's just kind of made it's kind of shaped me into the person that I am today and I it makes for some cool songs to sing about and yeah that's right that's what I and that's what I like to write songs about yeah <laughs> yeah and it works well I mean definitely this song like I said yeah great opener and just a really good tune as well thanks man yeah uh, so we go now the second one I can actually relate a lot to the crazy for you um, so I noticed you said in another interview about being in a relationship where everyone's like sees the that crazy person but you're you don't really see that and I was in that relationship and thank God I'm out now. But Every, the thing about that is that everybody's had one. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like everybody's had that relationship where their friends and their family can see it and they go, like, what are you doing? Yeah. What, what are you doing? And you can't see it. And generally I find kind of funny, but I find the reason why you're unable to see it is because the sex is usually really good when, <laughs> when you're – in a volatile relationship it's kind of the thing that'll hold the glue together yeah. uh, and uh yeah you know who hasn't had a dysfunctional relationship so i just decided to write a song about it because uh i'm no stranger to it myself all right now next one nothing good comes easy mm-hmm. uh, again another great song thanks so, um, yeah, what's the meaning behind this one? Well, it's cool. I, uh, you know, I wrote, this is the only co-wrote on the, on the, on the album. Yeah. I wrote it with a good friend of mine, Keith Nelson, who is the original guitarist of Buck Cherry, original founder of oh, yeah, Buck yeah. Cherry. Yeah. Um, and Keith's uh, been a great friend to me. I like to think of Keith as like a, an older, more sober version of myself. <laughs> um, and he's, he's cool. He's, you know, always looking out for me and helping me out. And, you know, we, Buck Cherry took us on tour back in 2015, and you know him and I were, you know, friends right away, basically, and just st- stayed in touch. And I was coming, I was coming home from Europe, and uh, I was headed to LA. I went to home to here in Canada for a day, I think, and I went to LA the next day, and I was really tired from being on the road. And uh, I was, I linked up with Keith, and we were going to his studio, and uh, he said, uh, "How you doing, man? You know, you doing all right? You've been really busy." And I said, "Yeah, you know, it's all good, man. Nothing good comes easy." And then uh, we went in the studio and we started to, you know, write. And everything we wrote that day wasn't really, we weren't really like hitting, struck any lightning. And then I said to him, I said, what was that? What did I say to you when I came in the studio? And he goes, nothing good comes easy. And we just had a moment where like, okay, that's, that's the phrase of this next song we're going to do. And it, mm-hmm. at that point, it came together really quickly. And it's what I really like about it is it's one of those sayings that's um working class, blue collar. Yep. It's very off the cuff. Nothing, you know, people say it is what it is or nothing good comes easy. And yeah, yeah. There's all sorts of things that are like that. And, and what I like about that is we're very much those guys, despite, you know, anything in, in of our life that seems uh, extraordinary in any way, we're very much raised to be, you know, working class, regular, you know, come from regular homes and stuff like that. And, and I feel like our friend, our fans, um, are you know some of the same people and they get down on that same sort of mentality because everybody's had that moment in life whatever they're doing where you got your nose to the grindstone and it's just time to pick up that you know extra bit of energy and dig deep for that last 25% and you know be determined to get something done and that's you know uh, been a motto of, uh, of our band for sure for you know since the since the beginning because we've never been able to quit because we're just not those kind of guys so yeah. it's nice having a, a saying like that in a chorus where you know it can encompass not only your your mentality the band mentality but bands as well 
a cool way to connect everybody and, you know, feel like we're, uh, you know, all the same. Well, hopefully a lot of people get onto this because I'm very sick of hearing that saying, it is what it is. So hopefully people now are saying, hey, nothing good comes easy. <laughs> high speed the, the motorbike is that your motorbike my, no because i my bike's in uh here where i live in Kelowna, british columbia and we recorded that in vancouver but i have a friend who owns a motorcycle shop down in vancouver moto concept in north vancouver yep. uh is the name of the shop and uh this was in the middle of january i want to say so that's winter in canada as you can imagine what that's like it's not <laughs> in the west coast it's not as bad as other places in canada but it's still winter yeah uh, and I said I called him, and, and it, we were actually in mix. We weren't even. This is after we had tracked the song completely, and we were in mix, and we were um, started it on the so song. And I just said, "We need to put a we need to put a motorcycle in this song. It's got to be in this song." Yeah. And uh, everyone was looking in the studio. You know, was looking at me like, "Great, how are you going to get a motorcycle?" So I called up my buddy Ryan at Moto Concept, and I said, "I need a bike. Can you get me a bike?" And he said, "I'll be there in an hour." <laughs> and he brought a bike down uh, in the back of his truck. Wow. Uh, we mic'd it up right there in the in the in the in the back alley of the studio. We mic'd the exhaust up and we just let it rip. And we did it right then and there, and that's what you hear on the record. Yeah, and it suits the song too. Just yeah. Well, you crazy. know, I wanted to write a song about going fast. Yeah. Something new: motorcycles, cars, and you know, there's a lot of people out out there that are you know wild fans that have the same sort of. Uh, need for speed and it like like the adrenaline of going fast and yep. the song itself just kind of made me feel like go, like that like you're just hanging on you know i like when we play our fast shit like that because it just i like that feeling it's the same thing when you're holding on to a motorcycle when you're holding on to the neck of a guitar and you're going fast you're just hanging on you know and yeah. I, that's a good rip and a good uh burst of energy so that's yep. high speed yep yeah cool. Now, the next one, King of This Town, I, I can really picture this one live, like everyone's getting right behind this one, especially those those big choruses, you know, and, the, and even that like, bridge building up to the, the little solo part. It's interesting you say that. This is a good, this is a cool story about that song. I was, uh, well, we were in, we were on the road in Europe with Rose Tattoo, and uh, it was during World Cup. And uh, World Cup in uh, Europe is no no joke. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, that. for sure. So we were playing um, every night, and every night they'd have massive projectors set up in the lobby of the venue. So we'd be getting ready to go on stage, and it'd be like five minutes to show, and I'd be like, "Boys, we're not we're not playing to anybody tonight because everybody's watching the soccer game and <laughs> yeah, yeah. and the, the entrance of the show." But sure enough, what they do is they say this thing: five minutes to show. And then they'd shut the projector. Everybody files into the venue. I've seen it like 2,000, 3,000 people file in. And then there we are. We have a crowd. We play. And then out in between bands, they go out and watch soccer. And then five minutes to show, they file in for Rose Tattoo. And it was like that every show. And um, I started thinking about soccer hooligans <laughs> and the chats that they do, yeah. you know, Manchester United and, and all of these things and, and stuff like that. And they all got these 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 
stadium chants that they do for soccer. And I thought, well, if I can incorporate that mentality of hooliganism and you know that crew, the you know big mob mentality into a into a really killer rock song, wouldn't that be great? Yeah. And uh, we're at second check, and I started playing the riff, and then the riff stuck around, and I started messing around with that the chant thing in the middle and it stayed and then it became a song and that's how you hear it today is king of this town well definitely works exactly how it come across so well that's awesome yeah. <laughs> yeah it's good yeah i mean i know exactly like the same here with the afl the australian yeah. football league yeah it's funny how you mentioned rose to do another aussie band so <laughs> yeah of course yeah well they had uh speaking of australian rules football we know we also have toured a lot with the guys in airborne Oh, and yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, they're big. They're big into that. Uh, Jackie Barnes, Jimmy Barnes' son. Yep. You know, he's a buddy of mine, and he's he's nuts for Australian rules football and cricket and things like that. So I'm a, I'm I'm a little bit hip to the Australian uh, vibe <laughs> here. You know, <laughs> I got a, I got a lot of cool Aussie rocker friends. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Now to the, the title of the album, Still Believe in Rock and Roll. Has this been around for a while, this song? Nah, well, not really, no. I mean, it's interesting. I wrote it, I think, two weeks before we, we went and recorded it. Okay. And it stuck, it stuck to me. At first, I thought, well, this is a really cool message because I knew the lyrics in it were something that I could, a, a statement that I could really stand behind. Yep. And it wasn't until... You know, sort of into the record that I decided, you know, we were, I think, into mixing it already. And I had decided that this was going to be the title of the record mm. because and it was a statement that I know that I can really stand behind. And also, it's not only a statement for those people out there that maybe, you know, have forgotten about this traditional sense of rock and roll music that we play and, yeah. and pop rock and, and, and music with attitude and music with the energy and conviction and a bit of grit on it. Mm. Uh, it's not only a statement for those people that may have sort of forgotten about it. It's also a statement, on the other hand, for the people like myself and yourself and all the bands that we tour with and the guys, you know, in, our, in my band and things like that, that we we still very much believe in this music. We're still we, we it's never faltered for us. It's never wavered because we don't chase trends. We don't you know uh, write songs for the flavor of the week. This is who we are. We don't put on these clothes and pretend to be. This is who we are every single day. Yeah. And um, you know I, I know in one way it's it's a bit of you know a middle finger to those who have moved on from it, but it's also a salute to everybody who's riding with us and on our team. Yeah, which, again, is a lot of people. Yeah, well, that's the thing about it is people say, oh, rock's dead and it's not this and it's not that. But how is that the case when you, you go to shows and, you know, you sell out shows and you see all the fans and you talk to people like you and everybody's still feeling it. Everybody's oh, still yeah. into this music. Yeah. I mean, prior to this um, craziness going on now, that's where heaps of bands coming down to Australia, like, you know, a lot of good rock bands and things like Man of War, all these old bands never been here before. It's amazing, yeah. you know. Incredible. Yeah, we we really want to come to Australia. Yeah, really want it. If there's any bands out there that you know hear this or hear or read this or whatever, you know, if you're good, if you're a good band, a good rock band or a good punk band, get in touch with us because we would love to come to play shows in Australia. Yeah, I'm sure John from our Nickel Bass will make it happen. Yeah, yeah. right on. <laughs> Uh, 
uh, all right, so next one's Playing With Fire. Now, this one, I, when I first listened to it, it sounded like, um, I mean, it's a great rock song, but I could hear like a, a country influence as well. Absolutely. Is that yeah, right? I, yeah, I did that on purpose. It's a great ear. I wanted to do, first, first of all, how it happened was um, Kid, the other guitarist in the band, had the riff sort of worked out. And he was playing it in this really cool way, and I went, that's a good riff. Let me let me work with that a little bit. So you know, we kind of messed around with it, and I took it home, and I thought, okay, I've got it sort of worked out now. So we ha we took that riff, but I w before that, I was playing this song just on my acoustic at home, and uh, I was playing it, and it's just like a traditional country sort of thing, and it was slower and in a different sort of rhythm. Yep. And uh, that was the chorus of the song, and I thought, can I put this on with that riff – is the riff was super fast, hmm. and can I make take this this country thing and put it with this like punk rock rock and roll rockabilly sort of thing, yeah. and with work and I just took that same country thing that I was doing, sped it up really fast, and it ended up working out great. And then that's the same sort of approach I took to the melody in the verses yeah. as well, wanting it to be like a, a country a country sound on a rock and roll, rockabilly, punk rock sort of vibe. Yeah, oh, that's exactly the way it comes across. Like you're saying, yeah, the verses, you definitely notice it. But yeah, it works really well with that rock riffs over the top. Fantastic. Thanks, man. I don't, the cool thing about it is I haven't heard a lot of other bands do that. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, and so there's a band in Canada called The Smalls. They're not really a band anymore. They did a reunion a couple of years ago, but they were the only other band that I could ever think of that really had the punk rock and country thing. And I thought that's just been so cool yeah. ever since young. So, uh, yeah. Shout out to the Smalls. <laughs> that's great. A lot of Okay, now, the Young Rebel, song for your son, is that right? Yeah, in a way. I, uh, I have a son. Um, he was born around the time I was writing it because uh, he, was just, he was just a little baby. He's only one years old, but I was just playing the chords and sort of singing, you know, hey, hey, Young Rebel to him. Um, and as I started doing that, I thought, okay, well, I could maybe make this into a song. When I started to write the song, I wanted to make it as um, a bit of a – a message to the younger generation, okay. not only being him is my son and, you know, but also, um, aside from him, himself, himself, just the message to the younger generation, they really hang on to their youth and understand that it's a really fun and important time to be, you know, to be young and crazy and enjoy it for what it's worth. But also as a message, you know, as to, to, as somebody who was once in their shoes, to know that once you get older, you know, it doesn't have to change. It's yeah. just, it's all a state of mind. It, you know, it's important to remember those youthful times. It's, it's important to still hang on to that feeling of freedom as you get older because freedom is what it's all about for me. Freedom is just a state of mind. Now, actually talking about the, the younger generation, uh, going back to your kindergarten days for the next song, Going to Hell. Yeah. Yeah, I was Catholic school for 10 years. That's enough to uh, give, give any rock and roller a reason to be in a band and, you know, live the sort of life that yeah. I've lived. And uh, 
you know, I, I, I'll never forget it. In kindergarten, it was one of my first days. The priest was there, and he said to me that the, he told me the devil was in me. He said I, I was bad, and the devil was in me. And I was five years old or six years old at the time. Mm. And, uh, you know, I went home and I freaked out, told my parents. Of course, they freaked out. It was, you know, but in those days and times, it was just where I went to school. You know, that was what it was. So I did 10 years there in that school and, and that uh, – it's given me a complex to make religion kind of just be a big laughable thing for me. It's a bit of a joke to me. Mm. You know, I feel like by the Bible standards, you can't do anything nowadays without going to hell, you know, according mm. to them, uh, let alone get up in the morning. So because of that, because of my early childhood upbringing, you know, being oppressed with this belief being shoved down my throat, I just decided to take a big fucking jab at the whole thing and let them know what I thought and do it in a kind of a funny, cool way. Alright now, we've just made it in time for our last song, which I think is a great song, Gasoline. Your vocal on this one really stands out. It's an amazing song. Thanks, man. Yeah, I appreciate that. That was it was a really hard song for me to write. Um, I wrote it. It took about three years to, to get everything on paper. It started as just uh, I was I was coming home from tour and I uh, had a lot of time on, on the long drive home just to think about life and, and what you know some of the things I'd been through and I just started writing down thoughts and memories and it sort of became a confessional in a way. Uh, I'm just getting. I just wanted to get some things off my chest of things I had been through and, and feel better about it. And uh, I'm glad that I did. I, you know, I, I didn't think it was ever going to be a wild song at all, um, mm. but I'm glad that it became one because uh, of the, the response to that song in particular has been quite overwhelming. There's been a lot of people uh, who have told me that it helped them a lot. Mm. And uh, if people can, you know, get anything positive from the experiences that I've been through, the negative stuff or, or the stuff that, you know, your character over the as you know in your early impressionable years um if they can get anything positive from that then that's uh that's good by me you know i feel good about that yeah. i think you know despite if you're not if you're not able to uh relate directly to the things that i was singing about there is a message of acceptance in the song that i feel everybody can relate to because you know no matter what you're doing no matter who you are tomorrow's up is a brand new day you just got to get there yeah. Well, thanks again. Really appreciate your time for this. Yeah, no worries. Good talking to you, Adam. Thanks, brother. Talk right. to you soon. Yep. See you, mate. Bye-bye.